Priscilla. We have Bruce live in the locker room and Tallahassee celebrating on the field with the Fleur's <laughs> And, and I don't know why, like, we were able to run the ball so well in the first half, to, especially to the left side, and then all of a sudden we started to abandon it. And like I said, it, there is some inconsistency. How are they going to approach this game? How are they going to beat this Florida State team? Well, we're going to break you guys. Um, and, and okay, I, that's it. The show is over. In, 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 in the story, we're going to break you guys. Look, and, and I, I'm joking, but it's Lord, the climb, the climb continues, KB. Oh my okay. God! I am sweating. I am... Look, look at my heart. Look, I, I, look, I, look, look, look. You know what? Yeah, I, I have so much to say. All right, and welcome back to Seminole Sideline 365. As always, I am your host, KB, and with me is the old man with his paper signs, as always, as you should expect it by now. Thank you for being with us on a cold, well, depending on where you are, a cold Friday night. Actually, I can't complain. It's only 46 here, Uh, but we're glad you're with us, um, and we're glad you're be here. We'll be discussing many things tonight uh, on topic as, as many as it is Everywhere right now is a transfer portal because it is the most interesting thing going on right now. Um, it takes precedent over over bowl games and everything else coming up. So we'll be discussing that. We have it's a big weekend for Florida State in terms of visitors coming in, uh, and there's a lot of holes to uh, to to fill on this uh, roster right now in terms of where we want to be for next season. So we'll be discussing that. Uh, then we'll talk about what's the latest on the Orange Bowl, the thing that no one's talking about right now, and is that a good thing or a bad thing? So we will we will get into that. We'll we'll discuss the latest news we've heard. Uh, once again, these are all unverified things that we're here, so or not hearing. So we'll dive into that. And then the old man has found the the most uninteresting or the most interesting Christmas tree in the world. So he no, wants no, to I own that. He owns. Sorry, no, he I don't owns. found. Well, I did kind of find it, but I own that tree, and we'll reveal the most unique tree. I guarantee nobody's ever had one, never found one, never done one. At the end or near the end of our program, so, so be don't sure go away. So be sure to stick through all the old man's rants just to see that. Be, stick, stick, stay with us. But while you're and here, I'll like remind the, people. Okay, while you're here, like the video, share it with a friend, and we'll dive right into it. So the first thing, and, and he has a Heineken that you can see through. And it. we're sponsored by. No, no actually, yeah, we're yeah. not sponsored yeah, by we're Heineken. Sponsored, we're sponsored by my wallet. That's what we're sponsored by. So <laughs> this is a losing venture. This is a losing. <laughs> Would you say this is a good investment for our future? No, it's a horrible investment. Hey, but that's not true. Here, though. We're glad you're here. We, we love talking to you guys. That, that's what we we've had. So. Very good viewership in our yeah. first year. No, we're not running a program yeah. based on how many men are going to go to the Philippines and live there, which seems to be about? you could do a 10-minute travel video on YouTube and get 500,000 views of how men should go there and get a lube job. As, okay, as they all, right. Say. all right, let's get back no, on I'm track. just saying, I'm just saying, track. for our first year, <laughs> for our first it's our, our second year. It's our second year. Is it? Oh, second season. You can't even keep track I, of the time. Hey, time. Go, my mother always said, 
God. The fat, the older you get, the faster it goes, KD. Apparently, but apparently. we've right. enjoyed it. Yeah. We do this for fun. We yeah. do this on the average fanship, okay? It's a good you know? time. It's a good okay. time discussing with you guys. So we'll dive into it. And the first thing I, I really want to dive into is that, you know, the portal and how it relates to Florida State. We've had a number of big news coming out this week. Some of it's who's going to put their name in. Because you always hear, you know, what's the whole what's the whole thing uh, with the portal? Is that people post on social media, I'm going to put my name into the transfer portal, right? And then it actually happens or it doesn't happen. With the case of Patrick Payton, he said he was going to enter, and then he didn't because on our last show we discussed is that a negotiation tactic? Is that him trying to get leverage? There was rumors that he wanted, you know, more than Jared Vert, twice as much as Jared Verse wanted, or, or something around that number. And we were like, that's kind of crazy. Um, but that that was it. So a couple of players entered this week. Officially, it now looks that uh uh Hill is in the portal. Uh, and I think, you know, my initial reaction to that was that's that's a sad loss because I like. I liked him as a player. I liked him as as the way he was developing as a player at Florida State. Um, oh, that doesn't it mean like he can't come back, though. They don't have to take him back, though, either. That's right. They don't have to give him his scholarship back and come back as a walk-on if they, you know. Yeah, so so as it says here, he's on 10 and exploring his options elsewhere. And I I think Rodney Hill's a guy that is definitely going to get some looks. He he. It's not like he had a ton of mileage on, but at times he did show the ability to make big plays. He's he's a big hitter. He likes to he likes to get physical with the ball and, he, and he's shifty. Um, that's not saying he's he would he would have been the next elite Cam Akers at Florida State or, or Greg Jones or something like that. Um, but he's a guy I, I thought could have done some things here. But when you look at the roster more and more, it, it makes sense. Um, and at first it didn't to me, but then when people talked on Twitter and I saw some of the comments, it started to make sense to me. You still have Toa Philly likely coming back. I, I think he knows his role. He's developing the system. I think he loves Florida State. I think he will stay. Um, you know, I, I think he will stay. Then you have Kaziah Holmes, who who looks by all all purposes to be he you know he transferred from Penn State. Now he could. I don't. I think he'll stay. I think he has a role here, and now his, is his time to really shine. You're losing Trey Benson, obviously to NFL. We wish him well. He deserves it. All the best there. So you have Lawrence and, and Kaziah. Sam Singleton, who showed a little bit of flashes in his freshman year, they redshirted him. You like the potential you have him. Then you have your your star coming in from the high school, from high school, Cam Davis on campus now. He's locked in. So what what is this ad? What is this ad that's up, KB? Uh, it's from the site. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> go ahead. Like I said, you have both the portal. You know, you got because I who came in. You have Lawrence to Philly. You got two guys that are entrenched on your team already that have great talent that you believe in. Then you have Cam Davis coming in. You already have Sam Singleton that you brought in last year that you believe in a lot. It's a crowded room. It's always been a crowded room. And and, and that was, you know, we got kind of rewarded when you lost Trayshawn Ward last year, but it didn't have an effect this year, right? And, and that's a case where did Trayshawn last year make the right move? If he would have stayed, I know these guys have to make move for the best time for them, you know, get playing time, maybe get some more money here and there. But if he would have stayed, he may have been in the position to be the starter this year, and he wouldn't be in. He wouldn't have ended up at BC this year. That guy's now transferred twice in two years from Kansas State, where he got you know 600 yards of rushing and split time, to now he's at BC, back in the ACC with probably a lower tier program. So you know, you, you it's all hindsight. But I think Florida State will be fine. I like Rodney Hill, but I can understand his decision making there in terms of. It wasn't a clear path forward in terms of him being a starter, and that is a deep room for you. Other guys that have entered, Marquise and Douglas, 
a decent loss there because I do think he could have had potential there. But you bring back, you know, you're going to lose guys. You may lose Jaheim Bell. I don't know what Jaheim's Bell status is. I, ha- I haven't heard him declare if he's going to the NFL. If you guys have heard out there, let me know. Uh, old man, have you heard of Jaheim Bell's status yet? Is, has he declared for the NFL yeah, or if he's I, sitting out or anything like that? Yeah, I, I think you came in with a good summary here, KB. I, I'll tell you what, I put out some tweets this week. Like, you heard that old saying, silence is golden. Well, I put out things all week that there's no noise coming out of Tallahassee at all. I mean, there's there's no... I would say no noise. I, well, wait a minute. This but, is noise. What <laughs> I'm piece. saying, well, no, significant. I mean, I mean, significant noise. Now, significant noise to me is, like you say, you don't hear anything about Bell. You don't hear, you don't, you know, there's, there's, there's not a lot of what I call significant chatter that's meaningful okay and i'll explain more of that as we go along but i want to i haven't heard anything on bell that to answer your question i haven't seen anything i think what the smart player does is this the smart player doesn't get out there and play on this twitter stuff the x you know they they they're they're acting more mature whatever's happening for the smart player like a jaheen bell is probably behind the scenes okay like most nfl players would conduct their business do you see many nfl players out conducting their business online no you don't have to conduct your business on on x to get a do you think that bumps up what nil deal they may get no unlikely unlikely what because let's take as you say rodney hill who right now doesn't appear on the official roster and that's that's the that's main break. portal yeah, yeah that, that means he's in the portal yeah yeah let's let's think for a minute that because he gets on twitter is that going to bump up his 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 uh potential no he's going out on potential we don't know if rodney hill went to the coaching staff including coach norvell and said listen coach i love it here However, I want to put my name out there, and I know you don't have to take me back, but and I don't want an answer, Coach, but I want to be upfront with you. I want to test the marketplace, and, and I'm letting you know I'm not backdooring you. I think that's the most important thing. Are any of these guys, including Rodney Hill, or any of the undergrads that still have, have uh, eligibility at Florida State, are any of them backdooring there, there are coaches in their individual position rooms or the head coach. Are they backdooring him? And, and, and he's finding out on Twitter, okay, or any other social media like Instagram. I don't check Instagram. I don't know what the hell's out there. Maybe mm-hmm. some fans out there may see some stuff. And, but my point is that I believe that these guys, you said, well, maybe they can go out there and get a little bit more money. I mean, we have no clue about the NIL bag money. There, it's such non-transparent. We have no idea what a we we talked about the last show. Who was it? Uh, AJ Duffy. One site had him estimated at two hundred and fifty k. Are you kidding me? Now he's ended up at San Diego State. 
There's no way they gave him 250K because he's never hardly touched the damn field. So, oh, wait, wait, wait. This is funny. Remember last week we could see this? Now it's yeah. private. Look, oh, that is so funny. That's funny. Yeah. Last week you said yeah. it was 250 This, this is all hype. These That's sites funny. that put out these estimates is to get you guys to come in and pay, maybe pay for premium subscriptions, bulletin boards that's going to have all the real information. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. So I go back to my premise. Florida State and Tallahassee has been fairly quiet on mainly what I'm looking for is not guys going out as more importantly, who the hell's coming in, which we'll talk about here in a minute, minute position by position, like we were running this football team. And I'm, I can't wait to get that going. But Otherwise, I think these kids are testing the market. I hope that they're letting their coaches know what they're doing and what their reason is for doing it. If you're a man, you'll go in and say, Coach, I'm not getting enough snaps here. I don't think I can play here. What is your thoughts? This is, they should have these good discussions. And they say, Coach Mike is a great communicator. I believe he is like the other coaches. I hope they're having these honest conversations. However, I do believe players do go out to test the market with some assurances that they will be welcome back with their scholarship. You don't think Pat Payton would be welcome back well, if he says, nah, I decided I'm coming back. They wouldn't give him his scholarship? You would. I would. I'd give it to him. Yeah. This is, this is never, all yeah. business. This is all business now from now on. This NIL has changed the structure of, of college football, what I call NFL light football. Yeah. Um, to that point, and to what you're saying, I wouldn't always, I mean, I hope the coaching staff is also having these conversations. It's not the kid, the 19, 20-year-old kid that has to go find the coaches out and say, Coach, where do I stand? I hope they're having you know, end-of-the-season exit interviews with each of these kids and saying, hey, you know, like C.J. Campbell, you know, walk-on type player that, you know, has gotten some snaps, not not a ton, based on his, once again, on a deep room, deep running back room, and said, hey, dude, like, you're probably not going to get moved up based on all the talent we have coming in, you know, from the portal, you know, what we got from the portal previously, from high school, it's probably best you move forward, even if you love Florida State, and we understand it. And so now, we're, you know, he's he declared now he's going to go move on to FAU, most likely, which is great. That's a great fit for him. He's got he's shown some talent. That's awesome. Same for AJ Duffy. He got clearly passed over this past season. He came in with a lot of fanfare, four star kid, and now he's going back to San Diego. He's going back to San Diego State, which for him will work out because he will be able to hopefully show off if he's legit or not. And he if he does. And he plays well. He'll have a shot to go play at Oregon or Washington State or if he really balls out there. So he'll get a second chance. But, to show but you agree with me that that money that, that was out there as an evaluation by whatever site it was. I saw it on two hundred fifty k. Signed up. This is the same site we looked at last okay. week. Where well, it that's said it was ridiculous. But now it's if, private. Like I said, I know, they I they guess. locked it down because it's BS numbers. Most of these numbers are BS unless they're athlete verified that they're putting in, which I don't think they are because they they have. An athlete has no reason to put their NIL evaluation in here unless it's no. some super high number. Like no, no those kids numbers, put in. 
Yeah, those numbers, numbers KB, were out there before kids go into the portal. These it's are estimates by the site staff. It's an algorithm. I, you I know, it. wherever the hell they get that from. It's, and that's it, what I'm saying. It's it, bull, It's BS is it, what it is. And I'm not going to focus on this. No, we're not. It's it's a waste of time. So, it's a waste of time. So what I was saying is that a kid declaring or not, it, it's, it's not just to be social media aware, stuff like that. It's also to leverage to leverage the fans as well, too. In this day and age, if... That that helps too. So like when Patrick Payne put his name on on Twitter, and he was like, "I'm sorry, no nation" or whatever it was. You don't think that sent that sent shockwaves through Florida State, and every channel was talking about Patrick Payne. Patrick Payton is leaving. Don't you think that puts pressure on the battles end to come up with some cash for him? Like that. That also is how smart oh, sure. athletes will leverage social media to say, "Oh my God." Like, let me let me send a shock to the system and leverage the fans against Battles End to say we need to keep this guy because he's a superstar and and do it that way. And that's another way you use social social media, especially if you have a following. A lot of these kids don't have a huge following, especially if they're on offensive tackle or something like that. It's just, you know, skill, skill position players or guys that get sacks or get touchdowns are the guys that get the most followers. It's just how it rolls. I don't. Yeah, I don't think the Battles End now the Battles End. And uh, they are the main NIL collective for Florida State. And we all know that. However, they're not going to react to what they see on Twitter, okay, or X. They're not going to react to that. They'd be foolish businessmen to to even react to anything like that. They're going to react when they get a, a, a call from Coach Norvell or one of his top assistants. And then they're going to pick up the phone and they're going to listen. Okay, they should have a private number to to Coach Norvell or the athletic director. In terms of that's who we're going to respond with when we think we all need to step up and have a meeting because the head coaches now of all the FSU sports can now weigh in on these amounts of money where when it started they could not. So that's how they're going to react. They're not going to react to this nonsense on X like all of us do and no. the fans. We find it very interesting and it keeps us going on the water cooler at work. But other than that, it's meaningless. There is these, the head coaches and Battles End, there's got to be a cap. They know how much guys are going to be worth and they're going to get that from the coaching staff. That's who's gonna. That's who's gonna have a big say in how much a money is is a kid's gonna get. How much worth they bring to the team. Well, and that's the biggest point there is that you can't. You know, you may love the coach, may love you know Patrick Payton. The fans may love Patrick Payton, but if you set if Jared versus is getting paid five hundred k or whatever number fi- figurative number it was, you can't go and pay him two x that because you've set a new standard or new bar. Uh, of what a star defensive end makes. And then you have to pay that out again. You you set a new cap on, on what you have to pay out. And I think that is the big the big thing that is tough, you know, for for the collective battles end because they have to, you know, they only have so many funds and that's why you have every site saying go pay the battles end because we're basically crowdsourcing player salaries at this point. It is it is like uh, you know, go fund me for for the college football salaries at this point, which is something nobody seems to and that that can be a, a conversation later on, but yeah, that, that is, is a conversation. <laughs> but 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 that's the thing. It, like you said, is that if you overpay for somebody, you get penalized then for every other season after that, because then every other guy can say, "Well, 
Patrick got $100 million. Why am I not getting a million dollars? Or everyone in that position group. So you're right. You have to be careful. And some guys are going to have to let go because you're going to say, you know, we can't pay you that. We're, we're not going to pay you that. And then you have to go out to the portal and hope you can get a replacement or hope that you have a talented high school pipeline that's coming in. So let's get back to who's leaving and, and what we think of that. Yeah. So, okay, go ahead. Yeah. So earlier, like I said, Big names, you know, AJ Duffy was, you know, like we said, he not he a factor. Not a factor. Let's go through it quick. Not a factor. Marquison, you could say, uh, you know, not a huge factor. He so showed some big plays in there. You have a decent talent at, at the tight end position, but you've lost Preston. You've lost Marquiston. Now you could say replaceable. He, He's definitely replaceable. Um, but definitely you, you're gonna feel a little bit of sting of that. He went to Arizona State, which I think is a good fit for him. Um, you lose a couple of inside uh, offensive tackles in, inside offensive linemen. I think uh, he Sean. he went to Arizona State. Did Dillingham have have a relationship with him? Yeah, yeah. Marquise. Yeah, Marquise went to Arizona State, which I think is a great fit. Yeah. And for their him. room is going to be slim, so he's going to get more playing time there. Best of luck. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you lost a couple of, like I said, uh, offensive linemen, three offensive linemen, and, and this is one thing. That this is the part where these are some of the the guys that Atkins brought in. His uh, these, and, and we talked about this last show. We said, when are we going to start seeing the Atkins effect on the offensive line? And what what I meant by that was most, you know, we haven't seen this offensive line become elite yet, and he's already losing players that he recruited in, in his past couple of classes. Daughtry uh, and Quayshawn Sapp have have left, right? Though you know, Quayshawn was a redshirt, a redshirt freshman, came as a three star. He's going off to um, uh, uh, ULM. Uh, Louisiana Monroe. You lost Dr. Richardson, who was, I believe, a a four star, uh, a three or four star, high high three, four star. He's gone into the portal now. So you've already lost two of the guys he brought in as, as freshmen who who should be developing into being ready to come in. Uh, and then you also lost Bless Harris, which he has a lot of snaps. I wouldn't say he was an elite at that position, so I don't think that's a big loss. You just lose some depth on there, and you're hoping that guys like Lucas Simmons and um, what's his name. Uh, the alumni you're hoping guys like lucas simmons are ready to step up younger guys that you the other higher star the Amaro, higher star by, um oh, why can't i remember his name um i'll get it for you keep yeah. talking so you're hoping those guys are ready to step up but you've already lost two guys that you brought in on that offensive line and we haven't seen we haven't seen a lot of development on of the recruits you have play yet you it's been a lot of transfers and a lot of legacy guys that have been uh playing uh uh marcus and stuff like guys like that so you lost those guys. Lost a defensive a defensive tackle to potentially Charlotte. Charlotte's been on a spree of recruiting. They've, they've been recruiting really wise for uh really well for a mid-major program. You lost uh Tiafisi, which some people liked him. They thought his body development looked really great for a freshman as a redshirt freshman. I can't say what he would have turned into. Once again, a deeper room for defensive tackle, but we'll, a defensive line. And he probably wasn't going to be able to break through this next year either. Someone would have had to get injured, especially with Daryl Jackson coming back. So not a huge loss there. You lose a, another offensive tackle, Thomas Schrader. Once again, not a big play guy. He's already Richard Jr. Probably not a big loss, but once again, uh, another older guy you're losing on the offensive line. Um, then we go through and you, we get to the top, really. You lose some walk-ons, not a big deal. Tyler Kelt- uh, Keltner, your kicker, not a big loss because you brought Tyler Keltner in to compete with Fitzgerald and Fitzgerald did this thing. So the good thing is, is that you're losing a kicker, but you're losing that kicker because you thought your, your starter last season and this season wasn't going to be good enough to, to do it because he was in such a rut. 
And you, know, last have, year. you have a freshman, Jake Weinberg, coming in, number yeah. two kicker in the country, exactly. rated by most services. Yeah. Even though they only give the guy a three-star, how can you be like the second highest rate, let's say a top five kicker in the country, and they only have three stars? You know, this star system no. is bizarre. It's because is what kickers, it is. I, I feel like, and they, I feel like they say, Kickers are like offensive linemen. They're very, very hard to evaluate because it's just like when you saw um, Roberto go to the NFL. Like they can be money in college. Head and then cases. They get the Head like, cases. Yeah, it's a lot of mental, and they like can do golf. everything. It's like so, golf. Same thing. I think thing. they're they're extremely hard to evaluate uh, what a great kicker is. And you see in the NFL, guys great one season, next season he can't kick. It's very hard to to figure out what a great kicker looks like. So, um, so yeah, like I said, not not a great. A big deal losing Tyler, but we shouldn't invest. You lose AJ, not a big loss. Uh, and then we get to Rodney um, and, and his situation here, which I think you may feel a little bit, but I don't think he was going to be the next Cam uh, Cam Akers or Dalvin no, Cook, no, stuff no. like that. He's and still I want, developmental. And I want to see. I think it's a great shot for Kaziah, who showed some flashes last year. And all, everyone, Cam Davis is going to get some snaps, they believe, next year. You know, you've got Sam Singleton, who looks like a bullet out of the line. You're going to see a lot of great guys out of that room. So I don't, it, it, it was a shock. But once again, that guy, you know, Rodney's going, he wants to go get playing time. And I don't, I don't, I don't know I if it was a it. shock. I don't know if it was a shock. I think it was a little surprising. I would say a yeah, yeah. little surprising, yeah. not a shock. Yeah. I, to I, me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I think, think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think that's fair to say. So that's up to date. What's happening? Once again, I expect more. I, I expect more people. To, to come out to lead this team uh is there anyone on the top of your radar that it, well people we heard about that aren't on this list i don't know why they are it's probably because they haven't officially entered yet dj lundy was was for me when we talk about shock that was a shock to me because when you think about the linebacker room this linebacker room's dj lundy was a backup though he was like Garner a little bit. You know, they wasn't getting the reps. He wants to be a Rep. starter. Anybody who's playing the game wants to be a starter, okay? He doesn't want to be a career backup. Okay, He'd have is... better chances. DJ Lundy would – he doesn't want to be on special teams who are, all the time. Who are linebackers next year? Well, oh, no, no. What the I'm saying is, is – Wait a minute, gone. wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me, let me, let me, let me finish my thoughts. Let me finish my thoughts. DJ Lundy was a backup on this team. Yes, could he have gotten more snaps next year? For sure, because he understands the system that Fuller's running. You know, does is he going to be a starter? I think he had a pretty good chance to be a starter, but he's got a big chance to play a lot more here. But he must think, I've got enough ammunition to go out on the market and get on with a Florida Atlantic. Get on with a James Madison. Get on with a Boston College. Get on with you know some of the other cellar dwellers and and have more of an impact for himself. More. I, so what do you say? More money? He's 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 almost no, solidified. No, no, no. It could be a little bit of money, but more playing time. Okay. And you know what? If he can't find what he wants, they probably would welcome him back. I don't okay. think these I don't think these coaching staff as KB get pissed off because the guy no, goes into no. a portal. They, they now they, they now listen, this goes on with coaches all the time. 
Okay. You just don't see it because the agents are doing behind everybody's back. Yeah. Okay. And the same thing here. These are professional players now. These aren't little college students. And these are professional players at this okay. level. So they have, right now, they have, they have the whole world in front of them. This is an unregulated free agency type system. And it's gotten bigger this year and it's going to be bigger next year. Quarterbacks coming in for a year and then done. One and done. Look at Notre Dame. They took uh, the guy from Wake Forest. Now they've taken the guy from Duke. Yeah. What? What's? And you know what? You used to think, well, what is that going to do to our quarterback room and the developmental? We don't know till they bring a guy in. But now, it, them okay. Been, you know, okay. So, <laughs> we're going to go through. Uh, uh, we're going to go through what we need in each room. Correct. Yeah, but I want to hear. I, yeah. I still understand the logic, and that's why I think. And once again, I don't know if he's officially in yet. I know he announced, but with Lundy, I think this may be more of a leverage situation. I am very concerned about a linebacker situation next year. Um, oh, oh without I, a doubt. And we'll I, talk about yeah, that, though, yeah. when we go by positions. But, That's but what I'm waiting But with this situation with him, you said he may want to go to a JMU and be an – like, he was third on the team of snaps this past season behind two seniors who who overperformed, in my opinion. Caleb I Roach think he's just testing the market. I think – This year. And and behind him are, are red for, uh, redshirt freshmen and two true freshmen. So unless he thinks he's going to get lapsed by – Blake Nicholson and Omar uh, Omar Graham Jr. and Justin Cryer, this only has to be about money, unless he really it thinks be, it's about probably money. about money. And then man. that's it. Then don't okay. say it's but, about what a jam you. But let's star. not let's not assume KB. Let's not assume that these guys aren't welcome back to the team. Did I ever say he that? Could've, if he could have, if DJ, that. you're making oh, up an no. argument. You're making Wait up a minute. an argument if against If DJ yourself. Lundy is smart and he's a man, he goes to the coaches and he says, coach, I want to put my name out there. I want to test the market a little bit. And it's not because I don't like Florida State. It doesn't like, I, I'm going to compete here. I, I think I bring value to the system. And they're going to say, you damn right, you bring some value here. We, we're, we're looking for a bigger role for you next year as well. So go ahead. If that's what you want to do, we'll support you for doing it. But you're welcome back here as long as we have room. Now, when a guy goes into the portal, I'm thinking not about him anymore. I'm thinking about the need I have in that room, which we'll get to here in a few minutes yeah. when we go position by position. Yeah. All right. And then when he goes into the portal, I'm thinking I'm going to have to go get a veteran linebacker out out in the portal. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to go? Because Blake Nicholson's not ready to go full time. Yeah, I'm ready to go position by He's position. Get a lot of playing time next year. I can tell you. Well, that right well, now. we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. So let's let's, let's go, go position by time. position. All right. Let's 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 do it. So. Start, start with quarterback. Let's start at quarterbacks. All right, so we all know our current quarterback situation right now. It's Tate Rodemaker and Glenn, uh, Brock Glenn. We've seen a little now, bit of both. Wait a minute. Let's remember now, at the end of our program, I will reveal the most okay. unique Christmas tree ever, and it sits in my house. So don't right. go away. Go ahead. All right. And, and monster comments because I'm playing with screens here. <laughs> um so we know we know the quarterback situation right now, right? So we we got we seen a little bit of Brock Glenn, we've seen a little bit of Tate Rodemaker. And what did that tell us? Well, what did it tell the coaches? 
well, we we need backup. Oh, we need a starter. And I don't I don't disagree with them. You know, Tate played 141 snaps, like you can see on the screen right here. 141 snaps, so not 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 a little bit, but he played a good chunk. And we saw a little bit of Brock. It was unrealistic to see, you know, expect Brock to go into the Louisville game and, and light it up. I think a lot of fans thought he fans love shiny new toys. And they thought Brock would go in and use his legs and, and throw for 200 yards. You know, that's stupid. Um, I think Brock can still have a great future on this team. Um, and I think he'll continue to develop, which I'm excited about. With Tate, he's a redshirt junior. I, you know, I think Tate is what he is. Uh, Tate is Tate is Tate. I, I think he has, but you know, he can do some big things, but he's not going to lead you to a national championship. I, I just, I just firmly believe that. Um, and I think he kind of knows that too. I think he re- he's like the Sean McGuire of this team. And there's nothing wrong with being Sean McGuire. Sean McGuire was able to come in for Jameis and win some damn ball games when it mattered. Um, Sean was smart. He, he, he was able to lead when he needed to, and he was a solid backup. He wasn't J.J. Constantino, who was not able to do anything when he came into a ball game. And we all remember the Peach Bowl, right? Um, and so I and I think Tate is happy to be Sean McGuire. I don't see Tate entering his name into the portal. I just don't see that. Um, especially, and, and, and if he doesn't do that after seeing two starting quarterbacks coming on campus this, past, this weekend with Cam Ward and DJ, then we know he's definitely not leaving next year because, you know, this would be his time to leave. So we know what the situation is. Mike Novell is going to bring in a, a starting quarterback, and it's likely going to be either GJ or Cam Ward. I'm fine with both of them. I, they both bring different things, I feel like. You know, Cam's coming from more of an air raid offense at Washington State. Um, DJ is more, I think, a productive a productive. I, I don't know. Something tells me Cam has more upside. We know what DJ is at this point, right? We knew we saw him at Clemson. He beat Florida State while at Clemson once. You know, goes to Oregon State, leads them. You know, I think outperforms what the talent around him. He, he I think he found a way to elevate the talent around him at Oregon State. Um, got that coach a a raise essentially, where he got to move on. His coach leaves after one season because they yeah, played so well. Free so, agency. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, he he helped get his coach a raise, and um. And now, you know, you, but I think Cam Ward gives you, there's more of a skill. He can grow more potentially. So it's whether you go with something, you know what you're getting in, in DJ, or you want to see how much farther, how much more can you develop Cam Ward and what he is as a quarterback. I'm fine with either. I'm not going to argue back and forth which one, which one, which one you like. I, I'm happy with both. The, I believe the safer choice for next year would be DJ, though. I think he, he can come in. He's a lead, he's he can lead this team and, and he won't make too many mistakes. I think Cam may be that guy that potentially he fumbled a ton last year, I believe. I, I forget what the number is, but he he gets sacked. He he fumbled a lot, I believe. He may be more high reward, high risk than than DJ is. But I'm happy if we land both, because I do believe there'll be a big upgrade to this room. What are your thoughts? Well, I, I'll, I think you summarized it pretty good. I'm not going to repeat that. Uh, that. I've said it, you know, I've said this for a long time. I've got the receipts for it, that we were going to bring a guy in. Yeah. Okay. We, that's the nature of college football now. You're not, you're not going to, you're not playing as a coach. Well, if I upset people, this is professional football, folks. This is business. This is all big business. Uh there's no doubt in my mind that Norvell wants a veteran quarterback, a guy who's put up good numbers last year, who's 
who knows how to lead an offense. But is, is it a good fit? You know, who fits better for Norvell's offense? Because Norvell and the offensive coaches aren't going to change their philosophy. So who best fits in that system? And I would think either one of these guys does. Cam, I think, fits good. He's a more dynamic, but he is more turnover prone yeah. than DJ is. And the stats prove that out. DJ is more of a drop back. I'll run if necessary, which is fine. That's pretty much what Travis jo uh, Jordan Travis was doing this year. He yeah. wasn't running as much, but he took the eight and 10 yards when he could get it. And with our other weapons and skill guys, that's all really what you need. You need a guy that commands the offense, can control and be highly efficient with your possessions. Yeah. So with both of those guys coming in, I understand Cam Ward is coming up from Miami. He'll be in on Saturday. And then DJ is supposed to show up on Sunday. It's going to be a very busy weekend with some other guys uh, in town. Uh, some other high school guys and other people. There's a lot of entertaining going on around Tallahassee this weekend. Uh, they're they're going to get, I think, you got to get one of these two guys, okay? Oh, yeah. I believe if we don't get either of these two guys, there's going to be a drop-off in the next guy you bring in because they're not just going to sit going into this with Tate Rodemaker. That's not going to happen. Brock Glenn is not ready to start because now you're going, you're trying to make a 12 playoff situation and win the ACC. So you need a veteran quarterback of some type. Now, here's the name I will throw out there to everybody. And everybody listen up and you tell me, put it in the viewer comments now. There you go. Uh, there you go. Is this. What a, if you didn't get either one of these guys, if you didn't get either one of these guys, would you take a look at and bring in a guy who would just compete? All right. Now, just compete. Malik Murphy, Texas. No. Has no. put his uh, wait up at it. I'm not taking Malik. Malik Murphy, 6'5, 238. He started a couple of games this past season uh, as a backup, and he won both games. All right. No. He. He has very high potential as a three-year guy, possible three-year guy. Now, that, if you had nobody else, okay, you've got the best ones up here. If you didn't get some of these other guys, would you take a chance to bring him in, set up competition between Brock Glenn, Tate Rodemaker, and a Malik Murphy, who you have upside for two to three seasons? That's what I'm throwing out because this – Malik Murphy, very, very high potential, possible, very high ceiling. Not a veteran, not a veteran who's been under fire, though. So yeah. thoughts? No. I appreciate you bringing up that thought, but that's that's a no on my end. That's not to say that Malik Murphy is So not then you would go best available. You would take – now, Kyle McCord – from what I'm hearing, he's really dropped down a little bit in terms of interest. He's looking at Syracuse yeah. right now. And and maybe Duke. Okay. So, yeah. you know, so if you don't score with Cam Ward and DJ, who do you score with? Who's left on the list here? 
Do you go wait, with wait, Will Howard? Will Rogers? Let me answer your question. Yeah, okay. And, go and ahead. Stacey, Stacey, I agree with you. Everett Golson gets a bad rap at Florida State. Um, I don't think he. I think no. He did. People shit on him all the time. I don't. I, I don't know I, why. You know why? You know why? Because he was one of the first mercenary quarterbacks to come in. That was the beginning, kind of the beginning of this transfer stuff. And he was a grad transfer, and it's all gone to hell now. But you know, people shit. I think he did as best as he could with what he had to do. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not gonna shit on him. We but, weren't. Um, he, he didn't have Notre Dame personnel working with him at Florida State, no. in my opinion, during those days. No, um, but back to your point. The reason you can't bring in a guy like um, a guy like Malik Murphy is because it, it screws up every all the pipeline of quarterbacks you have lined up. Like you said, he has three plus years. I think he he could be a really good quarterback, but you bring in Luke. Luke's going to be in for the bowl game practices if they actually go through with the bowl game, right? He's coming in early. Then you have you know Brock Lund already in, right? And you like him a lot. You're you're trying to set yourself up with this high, you know, this this gradual quarterbacks that you really like, right? You finally have these these high school guys like Mike Norvell said. These are my guys. This is Brockland. Then you've got the progression of Luke, and you've got now this number three recruiting class coming in. If you got, if you bring in a guy like Malik, and you're saying screw those guys, I don't believe in them. I'm bringing Malik in right now to 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 inject this person, this talent, because I don't believe in that room. So that's a reason why you're not going for a three-year guy. You're going for a loan versus an investment in the quarterback room. That's the difference. Malik is an investment. DJ or Cam, they're a loan. They're a one-year loan. To just get you along. So what you're in favor of the one year mercenary yes. quarterback. Okay. I don't call I don't call him I call it a loan. Well, that's what it is. It's, it's a, a mercenary. It's a mercenary a mercenary goes to war for money. Okay. He he's not loyal to the university. He he doesn't want to be a lifelong Seminole. He's coming in to to make money and upgrade his status to go to the NFL. I don't have a problem with that anymore. I mean, oh, right. I, I have, I've lost, I've seen college football transition in my lifetime now more than most people have. All right. All right. So, but I understand this, that it is a business now. This is purely business. Okay. Coaches have to understand that and players certainly understand that. And fans are going to have to take a bite of this shit sandwich and chew it down because that's what it is. They're not all going to be lifelong Seminoles for four and five years. Which one are you taking then? I, I think I would take DJ. I would take DJ uh, as my number one guy. I think he's a little bit more seasoned. I think he's had better experiences overall under the center. And I think he's a little, probably a little bit more durable. So I'm thinking he might be the guy. But I think it's going to come down to money because both these guys are highly sought after out there yeah. in the market. I don't so, think it has to come down to seasoning. I mean, Cam Ward's thrown for almost three. He's thrown for 3,200 yards every for three plus years. I, I He's got plenty of experience. Has Cam, Cam Ward had any other stops besides watching no, this? Okay. Watching. That's why I think DJ can make, can adapt quicker as well. Clemson, then to Oregon State, and then if he comes to Florida State, he and I think that's good for a quarterback to show the next level. I can adjust and I can adjust quickly. I can absorb the playbook and I can move forward and be efficient. Yeah. Okay. Now I, I heard some. I heard somebody saying today. Well, you know, he 
he's probably can look at and you know Florida State was scoring at 30 plus points this season well yeah yeah, he can fit into that but that was with Jordan Travis that's not going to be with Tate Rodemaker Tate Rodemaker may get you 21 points if that okay and we're not ripping on Tate he's just not there he yeah. just doesn't have the experiences to make this run for another ACC championship and a 12 playoff team championship run. But, but to that point, whoever said that is DJ's highest ceiling touchdown wise passing was 22. And that was in 2022. Well, hopefully he won't have to have that many or that or that's 25 maybe. Because we should, if we get an offensive line together, we should be able to run the damn football with the backs, which we'll get into next. So I will take DJ, but we are going to take a quarterback. Some Somebody is coming in here that has more experience than what we have in the room now. That's what I'm saying. You need one of those two, I believe. Like I said, DJ's a safer choice, but Cam Ward has, Cam Ward gonna, has more of the upside. If, yeah. if that's what they want to see, what the upside, if they want to go all in and say, Cam elevate this team and let's go for 35 points per game and, and let's let's put it all on him that that would be my choice but fsu fsu fans will be disappointed if one of those two guys doesn't come off the board all right okay so those would be our choices uh, i i think after that you've got to go with the best experienced guy that fits your system yeah absolutely okay all right running back running back running, we, what, I, running I, don't, ba- I, I don't think go. you have to do anything there i mean like I, we talked about you already lost hill I don't expect you to lose anyone else. I think Toe Philly stays. You got Keziah. You're bringing in Cam Davis. No, you you got uh, Sam Singleton. I think the room's going to basically stay the same. Um, I know they're looking at another back. I forget his name in the portal. Who um, who's more of a who had really good hands. Um, but I think you may see one transfer come in, like an insurance guy, um, to help fill that help fill the hole because you may lose two running backs. You may lose Trey. You may lose uh, Hill. So they may bring in another body in case of injury, uh, especially so you don't have to lean on Cam Davis and, and Sam Singleton, young guys, and you want some more veteran presence in that room because you do rotate a lot of running backs. This isn't this isn't a, a room that gives a single guy 30 carries a game or 25 carries a game. You typically like to rotate two or three guys. So they may bring in a guy from the portal, but I don't expect you to lose anyone else uh, from this room. So I, I think it's going to be fairly quiet uh, in the portal for the running backs. What are your thoughts? Uh, I don't think we need a running back. I looked at the positions. I'm well satisfied with the guys in the room. And that's minus Rodney Hill. You know, he, Rodney Hill has high ceiling potential. Hasn't really put it on the field. Hasn't had enough carries for us to really evaluate that. I like the guys you just mentioned. I'm good with everybody in the room. I'm not going to go after a guy in the portal. So right now I have one major number I'm going after. That's the quarterback. Nothing in the running back room. Yeah. Uh, Receivers. So you lose Deion Coleman. You lose. uh, Hey, let me say something as we go along. Now, uh, viewers out there, as we go room by room, if you think we need to bring in a guy, let us know. Okay. Let us know a name. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Names or just say we need to bring in a guy. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, receivers, obviously, Trey, um, uh, Johnny Wilson's already opted out. He won't be playing in the future bowl. Keon Coleman, you know, uh, he hasn't formally declared that I've heard of, but we just assume because he's going to likely be a first round pick or early second, um, he'll be gone. Um, so you're losing two guys from that room. Uh, who guys who come back, Darian Williamson, Kentron, Deuce, Joshua, uh, Joshua Burrell. A lot of these guys do not have a lot of run on them. 
which is the scary part. You bring up no one from that room has yet to declare or jump into the portal, but you lose almost sixteen hundred yards, I believe. Well, from this passage, you you lose about a, a thousand yards of rece- uh, receiving yards, and you lose a lot of experience. This is a room, I believe. I, I tweeted it the other day. Retweeted a guy from I think uh, Florida Atlantic with over a twelve hundred yards just went into the portal. Um, I'm, I think you do have to look at potentially a receiver in, in the portal because you're losing, like I said, experience and, and a ton of production. And the guys behind them do not have either of those things. They don't have on-field experience and they don't have on-field production. Um, you do have talent, though. You have Destin Hill, you have Adarius Jacobs, and you have Hakeem Williams, who in flashes last year showed a, uh, something and you brought them in for a reason because they have talent. You know, high school talent, they have stars next to their name. So what are your thoughts? Do you think that this team needs to go out and bring in another Johnny Wilson, bring in another Keon Coleman because it's worked for you in the past? Or do you trust in the guys that you recruited from high school to say Destin, Jacobs, Hakeem, y'all, it's your time. It's your time to step up. You're going to be sophomores or uh, redshirt freshmen. You need to step up now. What, what are your thoughts? Well, yeah, I think it's interesting. We haven't heard any of their names go into portal yet, but you know, there's, there's other portal windows, you know, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised to see one of those guys you mentioned go into the portal, at least one. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, they're trying to flip Jeremiah Smith, as you know, yes. the five-star. Yeah, I, I, That's a tough flip. However, they could sell Jeremiah Smith as, listen, we're a little understaffed there now in terms of experience. Now, we realize you don't have college-level experience, but we believe you could step up and be a, a big contributor here. Yeah. So that may be a sale point to him, plus a big bag. You know, they, they that could be one of those signing day flips, which comes up next week, and we'll see. Uh, you know, and he'd have to come in early, though. He'd have to come in early to get get going through a good spring and a good fall camp to really to do that. But he has high potential, a very high ceiling. I have on my sheet, yes, if there is a productive veteran wide receiver out there, and there are, there are, that we should go get one. Yes. This is the guy that I had uh, retweeted yesterday. Because Uh, it's paid dividends with Wilson, who had to be developed some, and and, uh, Coleman, who didn't have to be developed at all. He just came, he was plug and play. So, yes, I have on my list, bring in a wide receiver. Yeah. LeJonte Wester is the guy I retweeted yesterday who just entered the portal. Over 1,200 yards. He had over 108, uh, he had 12 receptions, 108 yards on Clemson last year. Um, A smaller guy, but ton of production at uh, Florida Atlantic. You can say, well, it's Florida Atlantic, but it's uh, it's hard to get 1,000 yards anywhere. Um, and he put up decent, you know, good numbers against Clemson in a, in a blowout, but you got 12 receptions on Clemson. Um, and this is a guy in your backyard, right? Um, he, he's, uh, he grew up in, uh, right outside of Tampa, a guy you got to look at. I'm surprised Florida State isn't in this conversation with Juice Wells. This is a guy who's been there for at South Carolina for a while, and I've really liked um, – I really liked him when he played with J- Jaheim Bell – um, I'm surprised that Florida State isn't in more of these conversations. You know, Colby Young, Florida State, or Miami's losing Colby Young, who... Well, we don't know what conversations they're in. They're KB not hosting visits. They're not no. hosting visits. If you're not hosting okay. visits, you're okay. not in the conversation. Well... Uh, yeah, that's how it typically works. Guys aren't just... Well, it doesn't mean... No, wait a minute, though. 
That doesn't mean you're not having a conversation. It oh. just means the guy hasn't come in for an official visit yet. Okay, this is this isn't one and done next week. This goes yeah. on. Okay, I, I, I get this it, goes on. You know, we going back to the quarterbacks. DJ and Cam aren't going to com commit maybe Sunday. They're going to go home and think about it, right? You you know, they got a lot of time to play. Well, the window's not that long. Uh, the window's thirty days, right? Until it closes again. So, and then it um, opens again in the spring. Yeah. So, but they they name on the sides. They can start getting. Well, the, I think Florida North. State says to any portal guy, "I want you in the next day." You know, type of thing. I don't want you. I want guys yeah. that are going to come in and start to work now because this is a business now. We need production. Yeah. For twenty twenty four. My my thing is Florida State needs to be getting on some of these guys because, like you can see here. The, the guys that you have on your roster, Destin Hill, six receptions. Aaron Williamson, seven receptions. Uh, you know, what about Douglas? Is he coming back? Someone asked about Douglas. I don't know where you would go. I, is, I he, mean, is he? Is he? Is Stacey receptions Smith for asked. Yeah, I, I think he's your slot guy. I mean, if he's yeah, healthy. He's got great hands. He's they got to use him. He's yeah. going to be a starting slot receiver. There's no one there to compete with him. Remember when Tom Brady at New England had those little slot yeah. guys? God, I like, they I tore like, people up. He's going to be a redshirt senior. He's going to have a, a, a surefire position on this team. If he's oh, healthy, yeah. he'll be a sure uh, day one starter. Yeah, so he's battled injuries. Yeah. I don't see any reason for him not to be here next year. And they'll need him. This room is already... Lack on low on experience, so I hope he comes back, and I definitely think they'll pay him to be back. So, um, well, I, I stay. Do you think we need to bring in one guy if the right guy's out there? You, oh, yes, one hundred percent. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. okay. I, okay. I think two. Guys. Well, you're you're only going to bring in so many, so you can't like. Well, no, I guess Dion brought guy. in like forty five guys. So. I, I mean, I mean, I, I would get rid of some of the guys that are on your roster. Receiver who line. would you get rid of? I, you know, no, I, who, I, I no, not get, get rid of. of. I don't like those words. I, who would like you say maybe there's more playing time? Who would pick two guys? I would say Burrell. No, no, in the wide in the wide receiver yeah. room. Burrell okay. hasn't. He's just not stayed healthy. I, I you know, yeah. he, he he just hasn't seen the field. He's never been healthy. I give him credit for trying to fight through it, but I, he just hasn't found the field. Um, and then you got to decide like, is Darian Darian going to pull it put it together? He's a redshirt junior. He's going to be a senior, right? I think Darian's. If he has to figure it out by now, he may just want to go somewhere else to see if he can get more reps, more snaps. This past season, Darian only got, what, he got on the field 126 snaps. I think he has a better shot somewhere else. Yeah. Same with Deuce. Like, Deuce is not getting a lot of snaps. I don't know why some of these, like, and he's already transferred once, but if he graduates, then he can go somewhere else. I don't know what the hell Deuce is, what they're thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know why he's not seeing the field. He's he's a great athlete. I don't know why he's not getting Maybe the field. he doesn't have good hands downfield. That's why they just do the end runs, stuff like that. But I he mean, needs to be somewhere else because if you don't have good hands and you're almost going to be a senior and we can't use you, I don't know. It, but – if he's a special teams guy, then make him a special teams guy. But last year it was Keon. And, and well, the kickoffs, most of them go 75%. Yeah. If a kicker's any good, goes over your head anyway. You know? All I'm saying I mean, is you're losing two of your top receivers for your playmakers. You need to replace them. And it can't be with true freshmen. And it can't be with guys who have never seen the field. Okay. That, that's we've got a number risk. of viewers now. We've got a number of viewers saying we really need not little receivers. We need these big 
bigger receivers. And that's really what the NFL model is yeah. now. They, you're, they right. Want you're right. The bigger you're right. receiver, unless you've got a Tariq Hill, who is the little the little water bug who just just tears up defenses. Well, you know, you know Juice Wells is six one, but you're right. I mean, Lejante is is five eleven, so it's not ideal to your to y'all's point. Juice Wells is six one though. Two he's six one two oh eight. Um, you know, Matthew Golden, he's already going to I think Texas. So yeah, a lot of the receivers right now in the in the portal, except for Colby Young. I mean, if you can pull off Colby Young, I love watching that kid against Florida State. I mean, last year at Miami, he's 6'5, 215. That's your that's your prototypical receiver, right? 6'5, yeah. 215. If you yeah. could figure out a way to make that work, which I don't yeah. think it will, but I think Alabama may be looking at him. Yeah. So I like the fans' view. I like our our viewers' view that having a couple of big receivers like Wilson and Coleman really uh, brought some matchup problems, uh, especially then uh, when you have some decent tight ends. So tight ends, what do you think there? Oh, and that, that's why you're hoping Hakeem Williams at 6'2 can do some things next year too. Um, uh, tight ends, uh, that's an interesting point. I think it'll be interesting because you, you're going to lose. Bell could come back. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that because I haven't heard uh, anything. That's why I asked if you if anyone out there has heard of Jaheim, what his situation is. I hope he does come back. I think I he's think. waiting for a uh, an NIL deal from Florida State, an increase. I think he's weighing that. I don't think Jaheim Bell is going to be a a first of the three rounds draft choice. I, I just don't see it. If anything, he 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 wasn't that dynamic. He, I don't think he's a powerful blocker. And at the next level, you got to put a body on somebody. Okay. I just, I think he could develop in another year at Florida State. Uh, and, and he has to risk the injury. So he's probably asking for an increase in NIL. And he's probably asking for an insurance policy, which yeah. some of these key guys would. That's what the hell I'd be asking for. Yeah, and then I, you got, you got Morlock. Yeah. And then you've got, a uh, let me get my notes here. You lost Preston, and you have Jackson West. Okay. Right? Did Jackson West go in the portal too? No, I, I think don't. Jackson West is coming back. So you yeah, lost in 08, yeah. and you got uh, you got uh, 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 highly rated uh, Layden uh, Landon, Landon Thomas coming Thomas. in. He's the number one rated tight end by most services. Yeah. Uh, if so he, if he if he does sign, but yeah, you expect he signs. Him to sign. Yeah, you we'll expect see him. what happens next week. Yeah. You know. Which, Be, which is because these guys got to get signed and get into get into school and get into camp. If they're, if they're not early. Yeah, if they're not early enrollees, then you Period. need. You need I, I personally don't think we need any more tight ends uh, on the roster. Not, no. If you keep Jaheim and you get Kyle back, which you you are getting Kyle back, and you keep Jaheim, then you're fine. But losing Douglas does lose some of that experience of depth. Jackson West doesn't play it. Make sure you designate which uh, Douglas you're talking about. I think it was uh, some of the fans were a little confused. Marquise, what other Douglas is a tight end? Uh, Jakai Douglas. We're talking tight ends. He's not a tight end. No, that's okay. (laughs) Marquise Douglas is gone. Yeah, Uh, Jakai Douglas is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marquise is gone. Okay. Um, You Preston Daniels is gone. So you lose two of the guys on your depth chart. So now you have Jackson. Kyle and maybe yeah. Jaheim Bell. You You're fine with these that. guys in the game. We're if good. Jaheim is gone, then you only have Kyle then we, Warlock, and then, then you only go have get Jackson, a guy. Jack, and then you may need to get a guy, or right. you expect, or if you're confident right. Landon Thomas is going to be able to play, then you're you're dealing with a freshman, and you're you're hoping Jackson West has developed enough to be able to play. 
Well, is he is he a, is he a Brock Bowers type that has the ability to start contributing right away? If he is, that's good for the room. You want these guys in there, you know. I think it's not fair to compare a guy to Brock Bowers as a freshman. No, I, no, I, I'm just saying Brock <laughs> so, Bowers played as a freshman. I, All right, now, okay. So, how many do you have so far? I have two so far. Two portal guys we need to bring in. One quarterback, one wide receiver. Let's go would, to the offensive line. I wouldn't mind a tight end that Jaheim Bell goes. But. Okay, so that's how many for you then? Three? Well, two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. I hate that half. I hear that on program. Uh, half. There is no half players. That's cr- Okay, offensive linemen. What are you going to do there? And by the way, it's Armella. You know, one of yeah, the... Julian, Julian Armella. Yeah, Julian Armella. Yeah, good call. Yeah, this I, guy okay. better be ready to go. The fan base loves Julian Armella. He was highly rated, so he better be ready. Well, he, he better be ready years. to go, or it's years. a knock on him, and it's a knock on Atkins. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. The love affair, the right. love affairs are over. All right, this we're on is the business. offensive line. We're on the offensive line yeah. now, so this is good. All right, right, so offensive line. So here are the snaps from last year, the offensive line, which line. is the key to getting to a championship yep. and getting to the playoffs. Yep. Here are the snaps last year. So. Um, guys, unless you, ESPN's involved or Disney's involved, then then you got another story. Go yeah. ahead. So you're losing Casey Roddick, obviously, to uh, right. to eligibility. Um, you're losing. Bless Harris left. He's yeah, out. He's, trans- he's in the portal, so you know right. he could come back. Um, Didn't guys- early left. Who? Uh, Jalen Early's gone. He's in the portal. Okay. He's gone. Right. So you're losing some depth uh, across some different positions. Um, I believe so. I mean, that's why we talk Estes about Estes left. Estes is gone. Yeah, but he wasn't, you know, a key contributor, as you can see by the snap count. Okay, so what's um, your analysis? I don't think they will. They, I think they'll try to get two guys across the offensive line um, because it's worked. Right now, you know, you've you've lost some depth. Well, like we talked about, you've lost three guys, three or four guys on the offensive line. Now, were they going to be key contributors? Probably not. But you've lost you've lost depth on the offensive line. Could you get better on the offensive line? 100%. Do you expect guys like Lucas Simmons and Julian Armella to contribute? I think absolutely so. But they're, they didn't play a lot. Lucas Simmons didn't because he was a freshman. Um, but Julian Armella needs to be able to play this next year. Right? He only got 13 snaps this entire well, yeah, year. Yeah, shit. You don't even see Lucas Simmons on there. I know he was injured, but he's not even on the depth. But he's a true freshman. He's I true. get that. Jalen but- Early and Julian Armella need to be able to play this year. Now, if Coach Atkins does not feel confident that they are going to be able to step in and rotate appropriately and play at a high level, then I would expect Atkins to go in the portal. Either way, I'm going to say they're going to go in for depth because guys get hurt. You need a unique quality depth at the offensive line. Now, I'm not expecting them to go pull starters and, and pull an All-American from you know the SEC onto their line, but you may go and get a couple of, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Keandre Joneses from the SEC. And play applicable. I don't think this offensive line is going to be great again, unless Julian Armilla and Jalen Early and Lucas Simmons play up to their star potential finally. Okay. This year. All right. All right. Uh, I think the line. I I always said it was an average offensive line, average plus uh, in the in our past season. It struggled at times. Now with these guys gone, they weren't huge contributors, but you lose depth. So you have to now you're average or below. Okay, average. Uh, so, uh, so uh, I believe to make this short and sweet, you got to go in, and if there's a couple of guys that you think can play, plug in, play pretty quickly, and get a lot of snaps, 
you go out and you get two offensive linemen. So I well, got two, already, two. And you've already whipped on one. You you brought in the kid from Indiana, and he and he said he's staying at Indiana. So <laughs> I don't know if that was the case of you told him you didn't want him when he visited, or he was just like, no, nah, I'm going to stay at Indiana. Well, but why you, would you bring a kid in if you didn't want him? To talk to him and see and just evaluate yeah. him, put him through some drill. I like I don't know what they do on the I'm not there. I don't know what they do at the visits. I assume they kind of walk in. Well, no one seems to know because no reporting comes out on it. All I know is that he came on for an official visit and he went back to Indiana and said, I'm staying here. <laughs> well, so the Georgia kid did that. Remember Mims? He but did. We don't that know too. if he visited. I, I don't know. No, but this that is kid, kid that kid they rolled Mims, out the Marius red Mims. 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 Yeah. Yeah. They that rolled out the red Mims. carpet for a war oh. chance and oh, he's locked in. Yeah. But, the, <laughs> okay. but this, is the, this is the kid. Yeah, the four star. No, I, saw, I know the kids yeah. you're talking so, about. Yeah, you okay. lost out on him. So obviously they want offensive linemen, but they're having a hard time closing them. So um I guess this guy, uh Quotavius Leslie from uh Western Kentucky, they're looking at. So yeah. We'll see. I think I agree with you. Two guys probably is what you I see. Two. Yeah. I agree. Okay. I agree. All right. So, um, yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Well, on offense, kickers, I don't see any change no, no. there. We're no. good at kickers. Yeah. Uh, Defensive do line. we need a long snapper this year? Why are we looking at special teams? Let's go back. I thought that I see that as more offensive. Okay, that's all right. No, that's we, why we don't. Uh, well, we're good there, right? Uh, Barry, what's his name? Uh, uh, Rosenberry. He's he's a senior, so this he's Ar- gone. Arnold Mason will need to be ready. But, but uh, Rosenberry, I think, was all American or whatever. He Master, was Ar- all Master American. Mondo, Congratulations, yeah. Monster Monster Mondo, I think, won in the war. punt returner. You're gonna need a punt returner. Tulfili. I, I don't like my running backs handling that. I wish Deuce Span could catch the damn ball and do that. I think he can do that. He can do that. Well, um, he let, didn't let's do not, it. I don't, okay, okay, I don't want to spend a whole Okay, lot. but we're good in the kicking game. We feel good there with our punter and kicker. We're not going to bring anybody in there. Let's go to the defensive side of the board. Yeah. And don't go away. We're going to reveal the most unique Christmas tree ever, and it sits in my house. All right, go defensive ahead. line. So you the, you lose a lot of talent here, obviously. Jared Verse is gone. You lose Braden Fisk. You lose probably one of your def- best defensive lines in a while. Probably probably from the championship year. Um, Braden Fisk, Jared Verse, obviously. Um, you know, there's been uh, Fabian Lovett's gone. Um, so you lose three very very big pieces there, right? Um, all three guys top you know top three in snaps, top four in snaps on on interior defense line and edge. Um, now you bring back Gilbert Emmons, Brian Turner, uh, hopefully, uh, uh, Joshua Farmer, he's back, but last spring, last April, I think he had entered the portal. So you never know, but he should be coming back because he will be a starter. Malcolm Ray had said he's entering his name. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he had said he's entering his name into the Who? portal. Malcolm Ray. Um, yes. Dennis Briggs is trying to get a seventh year of eligibility. Yes. A seventh year. Oh God! Um, does he have to go for an NCAA waiver yes, that yes, takes yes, five good. years to get that? So he's looking for a waiver, and then oh, you bring back Daniel Lord. Lyon. So the good things here is that you do have a lot of interior D line depth. Also, you get Daryl Jackson back on the interior line. So when you line it up, you're gonna when you line it up in terms of players you have right now, your interior line should be pretty okay because you will have if if you if you can somehow keep. Farmer from entering the portal at all. He'll be, he's a good player. They be, you know, you get, if you, Malcolm Ray leaves, that will be kind of a loss. That will suck. 
you get Griggs back if he gets to some of the year. Daniel Lyons, you're you're kind of okay on the edge. Patrick Payne, if he you know if he didn't really enter the portal, awesome. You get Gilbert Evans, you get Brian Turner, that's great. I think you're okay on the edge. The edge, I think you're fine. D interior. Are you D-line, serious? Can I finish my effing sentence? Go ahead. Let me finish. I think you're fine on the edge. The interior defensive line, you may have to add a piece or two. Because I think the reasons why Patrick Payne play, has played so well the last years is because you had first on the other side, bouncing, taking a lot of the pressure off. That's not to say Patrick Payne is not a great player. I think Patrick Payne is an elite player. But I do think that Verse took a lot of attention on the other edge, as well as so did Fabian Love and the guys on the ins, especially this year. But Brady, People Brady don't Fisk agree with you. Did. Look at, but I don't give a shit what they, you know, what <laughs> they can have their own opinions. That's great. But this is my opinion. Doesn't doesn't waver what I have to say. But I think what Verse did, I, I think they need something to balance that other edge. It can't just be the Patrick Payne show by himself. I don't know how well he's going to produce if he's getting double teamed. So who's going to be the other dominant edge? Tell me that. Well, I think, that, that, I think that's what our viewer dom- Zulu, I think he's saying edge. we're not good on the edge. Exactly. And that's not, so I agree. I, I think we're okay, but we need to find the other dominant edge. So maybe I don't I, even think I, we're I okay. That wrong. I, I think the interior yeah, yeah. line is okay. Yeah. I think that's yeah. okay. You phrased edge, it wrong. Yeah, I phrased it wrong. Apologize edge, to our viewers. I, no, I'm not apologizing to anybody. <laughs> it's my opinion. I phrased it wrong. Like I said, I think we need to find the other dominant edge piece because right now I think that is yeah, missing. I, I think, I yeah, I, I think that's a good analysis. However, I, I'm a little, I'm a little edgy on this defense now. Uh, I think the edge is is weak. Uh, Patrick Payton, we don't know where his head is. He could have stirred the pot. He he definitely stirred the pot for Battles End to up the price to keep him. He's no doubt he's playing businessman. And I get that. No disrespect to any of these players that does that. However, we don't. I don't know if he's so proven. He, he's a, I think he can be an elite pass rusher. I don't know if he can hold the edge, which Jared Verse at times had problems holding the edge as well. But I, he got better at it. He got better at it, my opinion. So Verse is gone. Patrick Payton, we hope, will be back. I believe he will. I think he's comfortable enough here. He knows he can be a star on the edge here. He could be the number one edge guy we have. Gilbert Edmund, unproven. And Byron Turner is a tough guy, but I've seen him make some mistakes that were costly at times. Uh, You know, around the out-of-bounds, doing shit. He got some penalties that hurt at times. He's still unproven. I think we need two... Two edge guys. I would look for two edge guys at this point. Uh, on the defensive line, big loss in Fisk. He is the biggest loss on that line. Yeah. Fisk is gone. Fabian Lovett played better, especially the second half of the season. He started to come on, but uh, but losing Fisk and Lovett hurt. Ray's going into the portal. Briggs, eh. You know, I, I think he has potential. Daniel Lyons, we haven't seen enough of. I say we need two interior linemen as well. So that's four up front for me and before we move to the linebackers. Yeah, I guess the one thing that 
you know, and that's the thing too, is is whose floors they have lined up to take that that's the thing that, that concerns me is because you're gonna lose Armando Blount is going to flip to Miami. So you lost one of your that defensive line. appears to be, yeah. You expected him to be able to play right away. Yeah. To rotate or so make, that's a big yeah. loss. Yeah, yeah. To make, yeah. you know, to take some of that pressure off that loss. Right. And that's a, you know, that's a fringe five-star guy for you. Well, that's he hasn't said he's gone, but it looks but, like he is. Yeah. Exactly. So once again, pressure on Odell for not locking that down when you need a guy like that from high school. And that's where you have to be able to balance this portal with the high school because when you can't land the high school guys, the the hot you know the guys that can play right away that puts more pressure on the portal, right? Where you have to then go out and find that that guy can make an impact right away. The Brandon Fists and, and the Jared Verses, you got to find those guys who can really you know, you got to land those guys. Fire so, Odell Dagby says, "Do we fire Odell?" No, that's not going to happen. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. Wait a minute. Odell is yeah. like no. Wait a minute. Odell is like. Bobby Bowden, not Bobby Bowden, but he's been, he is a personal face of the program, okay? Uh, Much like Coach Ham on basketball, who's, you know, these are the guys you kind of say, hey, uh, how, you know, what are you guys thinking? Are you thinking you're going to maybe leave? You don't just fire a guy like he's okay. 35 well, years old. Odell now, had, now, let's say about Odell. He's putting. He, he he's developed guys very very well just because he doesn't lock down one guy he's or get this one, one guy. guy okay he's bringing in two defensive linemen one's a three star oh sorry he's bringing the dd holmes so he's gonna if this if this goes as holmes, predicted yeah, holmes if, if this goes a, as predicted he's gonna lose blount his only a four five star. star he's gonna bring in dd holmes who's a four star which is great and he's got jamari flag um is a three yeah. star yeah. So yeah. I don't I know why we're having to get three star because guys. Because Odell can't recruit high school guys. Why do you think he's too old like me? Do you think I'm too old is. to be on the damn program? I don't know. Yeah, what maybe you should ask me kindly to step aside. Where I mean, this is where this is where we're talking about guys. I'll leave it up to the fans, the viewers. Should, please should shut I? up for two seconds. So we have guys we're talking about from the portal who have played. If those, if we don't find guys in the portal, we're not targeting guys in the portal. We have to expect guys he's recruited, the Key Sampsons, Lamont Dream Juniors, Jaden Joneses. Those guys are going to have to finally step up. They've been, they had a year of development. Four star guys, those four star guys that he brought in, Boots, Keith Sampson. Those guys are going to have to start to rotate and start playing because they didn't play last year. They're going to have to step in and play this year. What about That's- Marvin Jones Jr.? What are you hearing on that? I understand he's oh, coming I, in for a visit. I hundred percent uh, from Georgia him to to come in. And he, I think and he'll he, flip. He yeah. he couldn't get not enough play, playing time play. there. Yeah. yeah. No. No. I think he's. I think he'll come in. Yeah. I think that'll be one of the pickups. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, at DN at Edge. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of that. He's a, kind of a Patrick Payton build. But right. you need those two guys I just met, Lamont Green Jr. A high 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 star prospect. You need to step in. I think he'll get MJJ. Which will be a good pickup, and I think you need one one more guy. I think I think the guy from Pitts, uh, he you know you got him on the visit. I, I like the guy from Duke. I don't know if you officially got him on the visit, but I think you need MJJ, maybe one or two more guys, and then you need one of the two guys, Keith Sampson, or uh, the guy I just mentioned. You need one of those two guys to step up, Lamont Green or Keith Sampson to step up and, and be ready to play ball. Because if you don't. You, you got to look at Odell. You got to start looking at his development cycle of, of high school recruits. He's done well in the portal. 
I give you credit there. Well, let's right. let's say this. Okay, let's get you know, uh, or uh, uh, Mr. Odell Hagen's great guy. I think he develops people pretty well once they're in the system. He's an older guy. That's going to be used against him. I'm this not... program, this program. You don't think people out there that they don't like me because I'm older? Oh God! It is older uh... people. It is. It's used against you. Okay, it's used against you. It's age discrimination. And Odell, you know, he, if you like a father figure or a kid's parents in the high school ranks like a father figure, then he is the guy. You know, I, I Odell want, is the guy. I just I, want to he's been in the NFL. He has NFL experience. But, he understands. And I think he's a good teacher. But age is always held against coaches for, okay, for, for recruiting. Help me understand. And Chad, help me understand. We have this now great recent historical legacy and great recent legacy of producing great defensive lines, defensive Jermaine Johnson, Jared Burris, Patrick Pate, you know, you have, look how the defensive lines have played most recently. Well, there's and another they, recruiter, legacy, but also John quiet, 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 quiet. Yeah. How well they've played and how they've produced and how they're playing the NFL. How in the hell are we losing these recruits to Miami? That program has been a Dumpster fire. They haven't sniffed an ACC title or a game in the ACC championship in the last 20 years. What about this? How are we losing recruits to them? Money. Is that the Battle's End's fault? Is it Odell's fault? How are we losing this kid to Miami? I, I just, I, that's, I don't understand. We should be able to look at all the, Jerry Burris can be a first round pick. Patrick Payne will be a first round pick. Jermaine Johnson, it you know, was a high, how? I just, I, I is it, it, that's what I'm saying. Is it Odell's fault? Is it the Battle's End's fault? Where is the disconnect here? Because I don't know why we're not getting a five-star. Alabama just last year had three four-star, five-star edge players alone. Three edge players that were four-star, five-stars. We can't even get one. Let's see I, what Zulu Says, it's not about Odell's age. Miami and UF are getting four and five stars, and so did Jimbo. Jimbo at Texas A&M had all kind of star I, I, guys. That's but what we're I'm getting three stars. Championships are won in the trenches. Odell isn't cutting it. I, I, that's How I have we gone ten and three and thirteen, but can't close? Exactly. Well, now, now, yes. now, wait a minute. Yeah. To, the, wait a minute. Oh, you mean close on the recruit? Yes, okay, yes, I thought exactly. he meant close. Okay, exactly. Well, how? What's the disconnect here? What, I, well, it must be. Undefeated. It must be his age or money, right? Norvell. Norvell's going into these homes too. Norvell goes in on four and five stars, right? He better exactly. be going in. He better be going in on four and five stars. I see him standing with three star linebackers. For Randy Shannon, I saw pictures of that. I don't know why we're going after a three-star linebacker to be, and we're going to get to that here. Why are we going after three-star linebackers unless you want them on special teams? Well, look, look at Atkins. We got Ty Hilton and, and Jaden Todd are three-star. Like, I, I don't know why we're still at that level, but if we don't, you know, if we don't get the hell out of the ACC, we're going to be getting a lot of those guys and having to develop them. So. All right, so I have two DNs we need out of the portal and two defensive tackles as a minimum. Agree or disagree? I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay. I just want to. I just want to know why we can't land five star defensive linemen. Um, so if anyone has an answer, and I'm, I'm not saying fire. I think Marvin Wilson was the last one he got right. 
and he wasn't that good. I, I didn't think Marvin Wilson. I thought he'd be a beast. He was. He was a five. I think he was a five star guy. He's still in the NFL, I think, though. Yeah, but he's no, not playing. You know, being in the NFL and playing in the NFL are two it's, different things. It's hard to get to the NFL, so I. Well, yeah. Hey, that brings up a good point. Why we're on it, okay? That brings up a very good point, and that is this: the word around is coming out that a lot. Mo, how many of these guys, college guys? And the, the NFL minor league guys are really going to play in the league. Less than 5%. I think it's less oh, than, lower that. than that. It's lower than L- that. Lower than that. So these guys are now realizing I got to make my money over the next four or five years here in the minor leagues. So that's driving some of this, KB. And I, I understand that. That's yeah. a business approach. You work in business. You understand that an employer can cut you loose or you can go out into the portal on your own. I mean, it is pure results too, right? It's results driven. KB, what have you done for us this month or this year? It is, uh, and these guys, statistically, it's the same thing. So, So it really is about money bags in that regard. Let's move to the linebackers and then we'll finish with the uh, secondary. Yeah, linebackers, so, and we kind of mentioned this. Linebacker is the position that scares me the most. I, I used to thought, I used to think, I should say, it was a position of weakness, and this year it was a position of strength. I mean, Kaden Deloach, Tatum Bethune, Lundy—they yeah. played, they played out of their minds beast, this year. Beast, um, and, the, yeah. and that was the thing that I don't. And think they we'll, stayed healthy. Yeah, they stayed healthy. To your point, and it's something we won't see as much in college football anymore. And it's the thing I loved about college football is you saw. A guy like Kendall Loach mature inside the program. Like, yeah, Kendall Loach was a guy that I undersized, think could, undersized, undersized. Like, and, and he grew, he developed as a player, as a man, and got bigger and agility and, loyal. and everything. Loyal. And, and yeah, and and he went through coaches and staffs and turmoil, and he just stuck with it and and was a you know, just it was amazing to see his development. And he went from the lowest to the lowest to undefeated season, ACC champion. And he saw it all. He stayed with it. He stuck through it. And you, and that's what people love about college football, right? It's the journey and in the progress and and players who stuck with the program. And you won't see that as much anymore. You may not see that at all anymore. You won't see quarterbacks who go from being a freshman and battling that no. out and, no. and going to be seniors anymore. You won't see that no. stuff anymore. And that's what people loved about. It. So that's what I loved about him and, and that type of story with him and the King Dent and players like that, right? So how um, many guys? At linebacker, you need to go into the portal and find. I think one or two at minimum because, yeah. you know, you like like Nicholson. It was good to see him get some snaps this year. I mean, he didn't get a ton, but you know, him Omar Graham. Omar Graham got two hundred eleven snaps, which is good. They got yeah. you know he got two hundred eleven, which is a good amount. He got rotated in. Like Nicholson only had seventy four. Justin Cryer, you know, another freshman, only got forty seven. So. You lose, and if you that's the thing, if you lose DJ Lundy, that's gonna be a huge blow. And that tells me if you lose him, you're gonna, you absolutely are gonna have to get one or two more guys. You may have, if DJ Lundy goes, you have to get two, in my opinion. And you, if you lose DJ, you're gonna have to get a guy with a good amount of experience because DJ Lundy is a guy that he may have not been a first team All American ACC play, type of player, but that guy could hit and he was very versatile. 
Um, and he made some big plays when you. Yeah, he's to make a little plays. undersized, but he was a hell of a guy. To, he, he would get system. after it. And he's he been very system. loyal, and he knew the system. Yeah, and that's the big thing. He knew how to play in the system and where to be, where exactly. to be. And that's now. Here's a player. good question. We've brought this up before, down the road. Does Randy Shannon can he recruit? Is Randy Shannon the problem? Either way, it doesn't matter. In the end, it's about productivity. And I say we have to bring in at least two linebackers if they're out there and we can get them and they fit our system. And well, I think Fuller and Shannon have got to be looking in the portal with the rest of the staff. Well, once again, this kind of goes back to to recruiting, right? I mean, I think one of your recruits from your – well, you only brought in three-star linebackers last year except for Blake Nicholson, which is great. Um, and he he got a, some rotation. He was he was one of your highest grade recruits. Last and year. a lot so, of these guys play special teams too. Yeah, yeah. Well, but that like running back doesn't help like you. Questions. That doesn't help you in no no. Position. I get that. I get um, it. But I, get uh, it. I mean, Blake was. I mean, Blake is a good recruit from Randy. Blake, if he was, yeah. If he, he if he he'll, that recruit, how many staffs did Blake have? Seventy six. Seventy six. Yeah, that's not a lot. No, that's seventy four. But. Like I said, it's not like you have a bunch of four or five star talent, talented linebackers that were freshmen that are ready to play. Um, Demarco Ward's a three star. And Blake Nicholson didn't play a lot of linebacker in high school either. No, he it played was kind of everything he, essentially. Well, I know, but he was mostly a running back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not like yeah. So, so it's so, new to him. Yeah. yeah, and you don't have freshmen who a freshman four stars who are ready to play. So you, I think you have to go on the portal. You, that that's the issue. This team has not recruited well enough because they're a trash can for a long time. Let's just be straight. You were three and five, five and, you know, five wins, three wins, finally on the right track, but you were recruiting so badly. We're still working with Willie Taggart, guys. Yeah, we're still and you're, working with Willie You're Taggart building up players. the pipeline, but this is why you can't just rely on the portal because right. you're getting loans. You're not getting investments, and right? And that's why Alabama's and Georgia's, they can just pick and choose, or they can say, well, we got five, five stars in the back that we can just pull up that are ready to go. And they may lose a couple of guys, but they just got backups that can come in. They're ready to go. I thought there was a linebacker at Georgia that was coming to look at Florida state. I think, I think you're right. Um, what's his name? I well, don't remember his name. They sometimes, well, I, I liked Chris Paul jr. Who was at Arkansas. We didn't get him. He's old. This that's an example of a team that's playing for now versus later. That's a team that sees a window for themselves. That's going all in on the portal this year. And more, they, more than Dion at Colorado. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ole Miss sees a 12-team playoff next year, and they see a soft schedule ahead of them. And someone tweeted this, but it's I think Bud Elliott may have tweeted this, and it was, it was a great quote. He's like, "This is an, ex an example of how you can use the portal to your advantage. You see a schedule in front of you that says, oh, that's a 12-team playoff window for us. Let's use the portal. Let's attack it hard. We don't recruit well enough to be, you know, a top 10, top five recruiting team, but we can use the portal. We can win games using the portal. Let's spend all our money and go right after it. And they're doing it well. They're, Ole Miss is killing the portal right now. Chris Paul's a guy I thought would have been great at Florida State, but we lost that NIL battle apparently. Um, okay. But yeah, so how I many mean, guys? Two guys. Bring two, guys two. two guys. I would. Okay. I would, if we, yeah, I think okay. we use let's, two guys. Let's move to the secondary. Uh, what do you? What do you? What do you? What do you see as a secondary? How many guys are you going to look for? Do we need to look for anybody? Uh, you want me to start? Yeah, you can start. I'll make it real quick. I'm fully satisfied with the guys we have coming back. I haven't seen any of those guys jump into the portal that I'm aware of. Uh, I think we're going to be 
good. Uh, we've got Thomas coming back. He's good. Cypress is coming back, right? Uh, yeah, he's coming back. Greedy Vance is coming back. Yeah. Uh, and we've got some guys coming in. Now, here's the key. Do we close on K.J. Bolden, number one ranked safety by most of the, of the services out there? Five-star guy. He's the only five-star guy in the 2024 class. And Florida State must close on him. Okay? He's yeah. They've had him forecasted. If he flips out now, it'll be because of money. Okay? Yeah. So they I'm sure they're giving him a, a lot of money, which cuts back on money for two other guys. He is coming in. You got Charles Lester coming in at cornerback as good well. Really good uh, player, well, yeah. well, good player. And uh I think we're I, I think we're I good Bates, there. I Bates too, who they yeah, just got. I, I don't see a need there. I don't see I, I don't have that on my list. So no. for me, for me, uh so I, I don't I don't feel that's a need unless I see a guy I can coax in on a preferred walk in or some crap like that. But I don't no. think that's gonna happen. Okay, least, go ahead. No, I think you're right. Uh, early signing day is gonna be a very big indication whether they need to go out or not. Because I think they expect They'll be able to use a lot of these guys they bring in. KJ Bolton, I early on I didn't think uh, late play when you have a five star guy, he should play early on unless he's uh, the guy out in Colorado, which they had a lot of problems with. What was that guy's name? Uh, Kamari. Kamari. Yeah. Cooper. McLean. 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 Yeah. He he's he's run into all kind of issues out there. He's been very. They've been very disappointed in him. So, but with most five star guys, they should be able to come in. And make a a good contribution for you. Yeah. So I, I think KJ stand, uh, sticks. They just had him in. I think, or they just visited him. His mom tweeted that they're on their way. I I, I don't think a mom would fake out. Early. I don't think his mom would fake out that he's coming. So right. I I, right, I believe right. he'll. He's been a long term. So I, I believe. Armando's been the guy that's decommitted from Miami. He's committed like three different times in three months. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't even want to talk about him. Yeah. He jumps back and forth. He's playing some big money game. I, you know, I, yeah, I, I it's don't, not worth it. It's not worth. I don't it. like his attitude. I don't think he fits the program. No, and I think, and, and that's fine. It, you know, that's, fine. that's, that's the fine. way it is. Yeah. But I think, like Charles Lester, he's been all in for Knowles, and I don't think he's going to pull a Travis Hunter in, in the fact. Yeah, I think he's been all in with Florida State. He's visited no, no, the, the these recently. Not. They're but not. yeah, so you got Charles Lester, you got Kai Bates, you just got Jamari Howard. You got a really good. You got probably one of the best defensive back got, classes you had in a while. So that's why I don't think if you keep all those guys that you expect, I think you expect to play them early along with the guys that you, you're losing a lot. You are losing a lot of you're losing a lot of great guys this past season. Once again, I came into this year a little concerned about our defensive backs, but they outshine my expectations. You know, I thought you know Renardo Green played lights out. We all know he played lights out. Jaron Jones had a highlight year for himself, and he's going to be playing in the bowl game. He said he's he's declaring for the NFL, but he's going to play in the bowl game. He said, um, so good for him. He played he played an amazing year. Akeem Dent once again another guy who stuck with the system. Did, you know, he came out, he was a five-star guy out of high school. He didn't always, he didn't play like it, I don't think, for his first three years. But this year, look at the guy. He stuck with the process, played amazing. You lose him. So you lose a ton of talent on that defensive back end. But like you said, you know, you get Greedy Vance another year. You get uh, Cordarius Jones Brown. as a freshman. Shaheen you get Shaheem. You get Azaria Thomas. Cypress. Yeah. Um, you got some young guys. KJ Kirk, Conrad Hussey. You know, guys who got time this year. And then you bring all these freshmen in. So I think yeah. you can stick. If you find maybe one guy that you're like, we've got to have this guy or 
you maybe throw one guy in the mix, but I think I think you're fine if everything goes to plan. So I agree with you. I agree. So I have on my list a total of 11. 11 portal guys as a minimum that I need to bring in. 11. And I think, and I think that's what we're open for. I think we have. Now, I I think what's getting FSU FSU fans a little riled up is the blunt flip. If they don't get KJ, then the fans are going to get a little rustly. And the other thing is, we're not seeing guys in the portal yet being committed in. You know what I mean? Coming in. Yeah. Uh, you know, Last at this year point, was fast. Last getting year was fast. the quarterback is probably the thing we're most interested in because he becomes the leader of this program. And that's just the way it is, even if he's a one-year guy. So we got to start seeing some names come in. You may be right. They're waiting for signing. But signing is high school shit. You know, the veterans is where we FSU fans want to see stuff coming in. Okay. Yeah, so sure. how? So your total for portal guys was how many, you think? Uh, it was 10. 10 or 11. 10, okay, 10, 10 or 11. 10 and a half. Okay. And I agree so, with you. And I think that's the number of available scholarships they have. So I think it's right right on the numbers that they need okay. to stay with okay. them, So Okay. Now, we're starting to finish off here. Now, the Orange Bowl. I don't hear shit on that. Okay, and my and our program has been we encourage fans and and players opt out if you want. There's not going to be any disrespect. We still respect you. We're full supporters of FSU, and it, the game is a meaningless exhibition game. Period. Okay, so you do risk injury if you feel it benefits you in some way. Then go ahead and play. Okay, go ahead and play. I respect your decision, but it should be a business decision whether you're leaving the program or coming back to the program. That's what I would tell any kids that I would mentor in this. These games are meaningless. Okay, whether well, we stop, win, stop, wait a minute, stop. wait a minute. Meaningless okay. in sense of it whether we win or we lose. Florida State's in a in a fan thing of lose lose because they're just going to say, you know, a lot of Georgia guys aren't going to play. A number of key, uh, more than a number of key FSU guys aren't going to play. All right. I just saw a thing that even in the playoffs, Alabama and Michigan guys aren't going to play. Can you imagine that? They're I'm opting playing. out. I just saw who, a who, national who's report. Out? Who's opted out? I didn't read it. It just uh, yeah, came exactly, out. Exactly. No, I, it's on the national press that some of these guys are opting out. No. So even guys in the playoff are opting out. So I get it, okay? But we understand the dynamics have changed. I'm just saying the ticket prices have dropped horrendously. And you're not seeing uh, uh, Norvell and Kirby Smart out there really pumping this thing up. You're not going to see that because... They're not going to say anything about who's playing and who's not till kickoff comes. I guarantee it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Period. To your point, the game is worthless in terms of like the overall result. I don't think I care about it. I don't think most fans care about it. It, it just, you know, you're not in the big four. The, the four team playoff, it really doesn't matter at this point. Unless you are coming off a, S, a you know, shit season and that's uh, the achievement for you. But we were undefeated. We deserve to be in the playoffs. Um, but for a guy like Jerry Jones, you know, who said, I'm going to play in the bowl game, it does mean something to him because 
this is a guy that had a career year for himself, you know, and is looking to get to the next level and develop more tape for himself first. So, well, that, that, that's perfect. a reason. That, exactly. I said and that, that. And that's what I'm saying. And that's, that's what I'm it. saying is that for him, there is a personal reason to it. And I understand that. I understand he wants to put more tape on. Now, that, is the Orange Bowl better than and he may play in like a senior West, West East Shrine Bowl or if he had an invitation that is that better than this? I don't know. But I do respect guys like that. You know, wanting to play in the Orange Bowl, get more tape out there. And I hope the best that he doesn't get injured. I want him to get the best tape available so that he can play at the next I level. Agree. I agree. I agree. Now, don't you find it curious, though, that we're hearing nothing out of Tallahassee regarding who's going to play? Because there's no access to Coach Norvell. Nobody. And I, I would, the first access that FSU insider media okay get they should ask him who is not going to play in this game i want to see what his response is okay okay now this thing let's bring it up now this thing about uh uh all the letters to the committee uh you know senators sending letters in they're coming back now with the responses and the responses basically say nothing new okay they say nothing new uh of anything lawsuits is a waste of time and money okay it's going nowhere in my opinion i will be shocked if it went anywhere this is more politics than anything i applaud florida officials trying to stir it and send a message that's well, what georgia, we're all this is, trying this to is do georgia officials they georgia say too they're georgia trying to get too. the uh, orange bowl into the college football playoff they, right. should, they say the whole bowl should be included i i, I well they can say what they want, but they don't set the rules on this. Well, it's not going to change the obviously. rules. And I'm I'm sorry to say that fans may not like us saying that, but that's what it is. Okay, that's that's what it is. That I mean, you're right. You're right. So yeah, it sucks. Uh, that does. Suck. And that sucks. Now is time for the most unique. Wait, the most unique. Here it is. You've been waiting. The most unique Christmas tree ever oh wait okay you've never seen one like this you'll never see one but i encourage people save trees and use the post-it all right here we go can you get it up save trees and use the christmas ladder now this is not to be confused with festivus okay from seinfeld this is a christmas ladder and i am now followed on Put it up. Why'd wait, you wait take it? Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm going to post it bigger. I'm going to post it bigger. Give me a second. He should have Christmas music. I'm disappointed. Where's our audio guy? He should be fired. Hurry <laughs> up. People are going to not. Wait a second. Just keep talking. Keep describing it. Well, what I'm saying is you can save trees. You don't have all the mess. You can go out into your garage and you can make your own tree out of something that's not a tree okay and now because <laughs> what the hell are you doing here it is here it is good god sorry i'm trying to run the entire show without you uh, yeah exactly i thought you hired that uh, that intern just put it up here, here we go here we go here we go all right and there it is the christmas ladder <laughs> the christmas ladder there it is oh, right there Everything has anybody ever seen anything like this ever before? And the answer is no. 
That ladder is a Warner ladder. Warner, I know you're listening because you, you talked to me on Twitter. You're now following us on Twitter because it's a Warner ladder. Not, not sponsored. Not look sponsored. At the, look at the beauty of this thing. It's got several steps. I've got ornaments on there. Not I got sponsored. the lights. I got the lights. And there's no mess. And at the end of the holidays, which this is good. I love the lights. It's going to stay up. And guess what? When I take it down, the ladder goes back into the garage and I can reuse it. You tell me, can you ever reuse your dead Christmas tree? Can you climb up your dead Christmas tree? The answer is no, KB. The answer is no. So that, tell me, has anybody ever seen that before? Anybody? Look, we've got somebody coming in now. Festivus for the rest of us. You're exactly <laughs> right. Okay. You're right, Zulu. And there it is. <laughs> and that's in my house. That's not anywhere else. And the, my neighbor across the street, you know what he told me? He goes, Bruce, the old man, you're a very unique character. And that That's I one. That's one. Well, and if you want to, tweet us. Tweet us, y'all. If, if you guys have a Christmas tree or a... Whatever the hell you yeah. want to call that, T yeah. tweet us at below Sentinels SL365. Send us a picture of your we'll Christmas ladder, up. Christmas trash can, yeah. Christmas doll, whatever you have. Tweet us a picture of it because it can't be worse than whatever the hell this is. I can't describe that. He's losing it. So and and oh, I God. want you to tweet how much you want KB to show his dogs in their Christmas sweaters. I, 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 I want you. I won't to let you call out dog. KB on that. This hey, is, Kirk, Kirk was showing, Kirk Herbstreit was yeah. showing his dog all week. Well, he's a sicko. <laughs> We're so not I'm going not, there. Yeah, he, he's, he's insane. All right. Well, that's going to do right. it for us, guys. Thank you so much for coming by. Please like the video. Share it with a friend. Subscribe if you haven't. We appreciate y'all's comments. Y'all, we can't get through all of them all the time, but you guys are great. We hope you enjoy the conversation. If you like it or if you disagree, leave a comment um, and tell us you think there's other players who we should be targeting. Who should we be targeting the portal? Who should we be looking after? Hopefully, we'll get the quarterback this weekend. DJ or Cam. Hopefully, one of those two. If not, we may be screwed. But we'll figure it out. Next week, we'll be on Thursday or Friday. We'll let you guys know. Follow us on Symbols SL365 for all the Hit latest. Hit that like and subscribe button, please. We appreciate your viewership. And we're climbing. We're climbing. We're doing something. But, guys, thank you again. Have a great weekend. And, uh, are we going to see them before the holidays? Yeah, yes, probably, yes. maybe. Yeah, we'll see you again before the I holidays. I literally just said we'll see them next Did week. You? All right, guys. Take care. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Stay safe. And we'll see you very soon. Goodbye, everyone. Good night.